listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome back to Grave Discussions, episode 33, The Night He Came Home Again. I am Barnabas. And I am Samael. And welcome to the episode we've been really, really excited about. Yeah, we've been stoked about this one. We're going to be reviewing the new Halloween. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been something we've talked about probably the most recently. You know, I think we bring it up every podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, obviously it's been the most like highly anticipated film of this year because it's Halloween. And when, when did the last Halloween come out? 2009, which 2009. was Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. But as far as like the non-Rob Zombie stuff, was it like... T- 2004 or 2 with uh, Halloween something Resurrection? Like something, something like that. I think, I think it was early 2000s. On the on the right on like the break of the technological age because that's when they tried to incorporate all these like themes of like all these set up video cameras yeah, and computers and, and everything and the World Wide web and people were just talk like they like mm-hmm. they just made tech the main thing of that like yeah. it it didn't feel like a Michael Myers movie especially since Laurie died at the beginning but it's mm-hmm. it's it's been a long long time since we had a non Rob Zombie film. That's true, yeah. That's that's why we have this like wave of supporters for those movies, but we're not going to get into that. Uh, we are here today to talk to you about the new Halloween, but that's going to come a little bit later. Uh, first off, we have to give shout-outs to, uh, to a few people, Sports Radio Detroit. Yes. The one and only. And uh, they have a bunch of social media, so why don't you tell them where you can find SRD. You guys can find SRD on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Sports Radio Detroit, SRD, the one and only. Yep. And also, part of SRD, just like us, is uh, another show called Over Under Fair. Yes. And those guys are awesome. Dave, Lacey, and Roger. And uh, we just did an episode with them as a special guest stars. It was on the Halloween franchise. And they just dropped their review of the new Halloween today, Ooh. which is Wednesday. So technically, it's already been out if you're listening to this. Uh, so go check that out, both of those uh, of those episodes. And let us know what you guys think about it. But yeah, go check them out. Go check out SRD. So let's jump right into the news. Uh, we've had uh, like a mixed you know, week as far as news goes. This first story here was uh, definitely the most exciting oh, yes. this week. So, you guys probably know about it. Friday the 13th might be coming back as a reboot with LeBron James as producer. He's smart because he saw the success that bringing back a classic slasher and Michael Myers generated. Yeah. And, you know the naysayers? I see people in these horror groups like making angry reacts that LeBron wants to produce it. Okay, uh, first of all... He's the goat, <laughs> so you can eat yeah. shit. 
Second of all, like, what, what's wrong with him producing it? How do you know he's not at home with, mm-hmm. like, a fuck ton of Jason memorabilia? Oh, dude, he, he posts stuff, like, on his uh, social media all the time with, like, him wearing a Jason mask and stuff like that. You yeah, know? so why the He fu- loves the character. Dude, let a... F- Bro, if he's a true fan, let him bring Jason because he's older than us. He watched Friday the 13th part 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 mm-hmm. while they were coming out. Imagine, like, yeah. he probably saw all of them in theaters growing up. He probably just grew up on the franchise and now people are trying to shit on him. Oh, LeBron James. Because yeah. they probably think it's going to have, like, some sort of, like, underlying message or some bullshit. I read what mm-hmm. these people post on these forums, and they're just full of shit. Let LeBron do it because I need Jason, bro. <laughs> the last, yeah, the, me too. The last good Jason thing that came out was the fan film with Tommy Jarvis, Never Hike Alone. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I miss Jason. Yeah, same, bro. Yeah, honestly, I'm in the camp of let LeBron do it, you know, because on Bloody Disgusting and Facebook, I've been seeing all these negative-ass comments, like you said. Yeah, I don't like that. I just that. don't get it, bro. Like, a person like that doesn't just you know use their money to fund a film unless they're like passionate about it right because yeah. he could literally fund like the next i don't know paul thomas anderson or uh or some fucking disney or movie, del Toro movie or something or he could just fund some disney shit that's gonna yeah. make him a fuck ton of money but he wants to do jason because he likes jason right there's not gonna be any you know implicit like subliminal messages you know like well, what's wrong with people like, yeah no it. one can just be like oh that's exciting we might get a new jason mm-hmm. they just see lebron james and just because he's a famous basketball player they they just want to like shit on that mm-hmm. idea i don't i don't like people like that bro like yes if he he's a hard he's a hardcore jason fan let him bring jason back because he can do it fuck all this court shit he lebron has the money to solve all any problem any of these guys has yeah that's true and he could just pull friday the 13th out of the dirt we could bring back slashers fuck who knows now we're getting another Candyman movie yeah hopefully another jason we just had michael there's child's play coming out who, who knows he might even fucking produce a new freddy movie who says lebron J- james can't just be a fucking producer like like yeah. Mustafa Akkad, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's you. Would you expect some like guy like that to like want to fund like some slasher? Of course not. And he, you know, Mustafa like funded. Mustafa's been keeping and his family's been keeping Michael alive mm-hmm. all of these years. So LeBron can help keep Jason alive. So yeah. no one fights over those rights. No one gets into all that shit. And he can he can produce a lot of horror movies. I'll I'll be happy for like Hollywood to just produce all these like these big time slashers and horror movies like. People want to shit on remakes and stuff because a lot of remakes suck. But a lot of the movies coming out in 2018, like, I haven't really seen a horrible movie that came out this year. Yeah. I mean, horror, I'm sure there's been some, but a lot of the hits were great. I mean, know? horror right now, right now, it's doing so well. Yeah, I agree. Especially because of Michael, Hereditary, A Quiet Place. Yep. Like, this year has been very good for horror. And, mm-hmm. you know, what they have, Bloodfest and Hellfest. Yeah those are really good so i don't i don't the haunting of hill house yeah dude i mean even the what's that even the netflix show haunted all these Mm -hmm. all this stuff coming out now horror's in a good place now i I think it's this is the first time horror's been getting this much attention since like Mm -hmm. the when when i remember horror was big was like early 2000s like when jason x came out Mm -hmm. that's when horror was big but i know for sure like the 1980s you know that was like slasher oh yeah golden era but like this is it for us. We're living in this, and we're gonna look back at this someday, and people are gonna talk about this, you know, this 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 conscious horror movement, like hereditary. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of implicit messages, but they're not like, you know, made to 
brainwash you. It's just more like family themes and all that stuff. And like nowadays, movies are focusing on being more atmospheric slow burners than just jump scares for no fucking reason. And I think that's the direction horror should go. So I'm all for Friday the 13th. I'm mm. all for every everything getting rebooted and remade. Let's keep it alive. Why not? Even if it sucks, the you have the hope, Leo. They're at least going to make another one. Even if it sucks, you're still going to watch it. And you're going to watch it again because these are iconic horror characters. Yeah. I completely agree. I think that people should let LeBron do it. Honestly, honestly, like, what are you going to do to stop it anyway? You know, why even bitch about it? Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think well, it's just prejudice at this point, honestly, yeah. because no one gave a good reason. He's a basketball player. Yeah. What does he know? Okay, Rodney, you fucking weld. What do you know like, <laughs> about fucking horror, you know? Like, yeah, or m- movies or anything. Like, I, I actually, like, make movies. Yeah. You know, like, for real. So... If I, I, hell yeah, he should do it because you know what? I can barely fund my own like movie right now. So <laughs> if he wants to fund fucking Friday the 13th, then let him. But let's move on here. The next thing is actually kind of similar, honestly. Sci fi, yes, sci fi is set to make uh, new films in two different franchises Killer Clowns from Outer, Sp- Outer Space. Yeah, I heard about this. And Critters. Yes. <laughs> so. I haven't watched Critters since I was like five, six years old, bro. Yeah, Critters is great. I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen, I think, the first two, and they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love Critters. <laughs> it's it's fucking creepy. Yeah, those things are really weird. Like, when you see them up close, their faces are just like... And, and like, <laughs> it was kind of, like, cheesy back then, but nowadays, like, mm-hmm. nowadays, practical effects, even, like, the CGI can... If it's subtle enough, I think... I yeah. think this, I, I especially Killer Clowns, bro. Holy fuck! Last time I saw <laughs> yeah. that was in sixth grade, in the when we were in the portables. Well, I I hope that they don't use too much CGI, but in the in the right spots, it could be okay. I just want it if it if it <laughs> is, I want it to be subtle. I don't want them to look like yeah. fucking video game characters that came yeah. to our world. Because all of their like you know Mecha Croc versus whatever <laughs> fucking Robo Rooster, like all that shit is heavy CGI. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, all that stuff is really heavy CGI, and uh, that's the kind of shit I don't want to see. Robo Rooster? Yeah, I don't know. that Robo Cock. Oh. Oh, man. That's not where I was going with it, but... I'm, I'm, the Rooster is my, like, Zodiac sign. I'm guessing it's mine, too? Yeah. Oh, okay. We were born uh, a day apart, if you didn't know. I'm a day older. Fucker. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, Killer Clowns never had a sequel, so I'm excited to see that. A lot of people are shitting on it on the forums, um, and you know I get it because sci-fi has not had a great track record recently. But I think that these are like the perfect type of movies for them to make because they're just fun. You know? Sci-fi made my favorite TV horror films. Yeah, yeah. Like the ones that aren't even available on DVD. You know, the ones that are just like TV mm-hmm. horror, like like Casa de los Muertos for yeah. on sci-fi or like. Or what's it called? All Souls Day. I don't know yeah. if you ever saw that, but that was like a sci-fi original. They yeah, a lot I think of good, I did. Yeah. It's so many good like creature features too. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. People are just jaded. Like I've said about the last topic. Like people yeah. suck. Yeah, I mean, like I remember there would be like Friday nights where I would just uh, like get home. I turn on the TV. I'd go. To, I'd be like, all right, what's on sci-fi? It'd be some like sh- you know shitty monster movie with like really like like really obvious. Uh, CGI on the uh, on the monster and oh, I'd just yeah. be like alright this is great I'm just gonna <laughs> lay down on the couch and watch this exactly you know so that that's that's what I want and that's what these movies are like originally anyway so 
yeah I, i'm i'm stoked to see i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt you know mm-hmm. i think they might make something pretty good so the last bit of news here um like i said th- it was a little slow but this is still cool uh so happy birthday to me is coming out with a retro vhs style blu-ray aren't this you, halloween aren't you happy because like yeah. <laughs> we've been talking about like watching this for a minute and like we couldn't find it anywhere mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna for sure buy. It. I think it's coming out on October 30th, so that would be next Dude, Tuesday. You're gonna like it. It's I don't care what anyone says. That's a, even though it's American, that's a giallo film. Like yeah, that's what I heard. So I'm I'm pumped. I mean, we started watching it one time, and I really liked it. And then something happened. I think it stopped working or something, and we never got to finish it. But yeah, it's coming out. Um, so it is gonna be a Blu-ray, but it's gonna have this like cool, you know, retro VHS packaging. That's so dope. Yeah, there's a the image on the article on uh, Dread Central, if you want to go look at it. And I believe that this is sold exclusively at Walmart beginning really? October 30th. Yeah, yep. Dude, so you gotta that, go to Walmart. <laughs> let's go that day and get it. Both of us yeah. will grab our own. Well, I'm gonna grab two: one to open and watch, one to like just one to, keep. Like, keep. Yeah, yeah, because they might be limited. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they. Were I mean, limited, I, so. I mean, at first, Halloween Four was limited to like forty thousand copies for like the special edition one. Yeah so yeah this is really cool because you can't really like find this movie anywhere else i don't think oh i, I looked on amazon i try i tried everywhere yeah. you can find it on ebay yeah but it's probably pretty expensive but this one is going to come out um i i'm not sure if there's a price here so i don't know how much it's going to cost but i'm assuming 30 dollars yeah 30 or 40 i'm i'm okay with paying that for it though because yeah. i really want to see it man it's it's good uh, just remember yeah, one still. remember one thing when you watch it i'm gonna the bench pressing scene just remember that okay there's a guy bench pressing and <laughs> it's it's crazy all right I'll, I'll keep that in mind okay so yeah if you guys are fans of the film or want to see the film then uh be sure to check your local walmart on october 30th it should start definitely one of my other picks for halloween i, I didn't even think about it nice definitely watch that i'm i'm yeah i'm for sure gonna buy it like probably that day that day and watch it that day too yeah. i mean we, if we're hanging out that day we could just come back here yes. oh i don't have a fucking blu-ray player well you can just keep it for whenever you do have one I'm but just, i'm just gonna put it in like a. I can just watch it later just gonna put it in a frame <laughs> there you go so uh let's get into some uh, trailer announcements here i've got a couple but i don't want to talk about them too much the first one is escape room this is probably the biggest one that one looked so good it did look pretty good it's like saw but with like way more tech you know and uh, it's kind of like cube as well i guess i don't know but uh yeah escape room is is kind of a crazy mixture of them it's coming out january 4th 2019 in theaters and it's going to be uh, directed by adam robitel who did the taking of Deborah Logan and Insidious: The Last Key, which uh, both of those I kind of liked. So I really liked the taking of Deborah yeah. Logan when he, yeah, she was too. eating that little girl. Yeah, that was just crazy. crazy. I like, saw the GIF of that before I saw the movie. Yeah, <laughs> spit her out. Yeah, I really liked the taking of Deborah Logan. Uh, so I'm excited about this one. It's going to feature Logan Miller, Deborah Ann Wool, and Tyler Labine. Wow, the names yeah. Deborah and Logan are in there. Yeah. And he did <laughs> just fucking eat the microphone. Uh, I get it. That was done purposefully. All right, we gotta catch someone named Logan and Deborah. As a shout out to my previous film, like yeah. <laughs> Next up is this film called The Prodigy. That shit looked crazy. That yeah. looks like it's gonna be good. From the trailer, I think so because they didn't give a lot of away. 
Uh, but this movie is coming out February 8th, 2019. Ooh. So a few more months. And it's uh, essentially damn another Omen kind of deal. I don't think it's going to be good. You know why? It's coming out too recently from when we announced it. Uh, no. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Uh, it might be okay. The ones that take longer are usually the better ones. I don't know. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, possibly. But when we talked about A Quiet Place and went to go see it, yeah, it was good initially. But once I let that shit settle, it was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of excited for it because the, there are a lot of these, like, you know, killer kid or, like, antichrist kid movies. But I, I like seeing new ones because they try to put a twist on it. So I'm just I'm just gonna be on the lookout for what the twist is in this one, honestly. But it's being released by Orion Pictures, and yeah, coming out February eighth. Next up is uh, the little trailer for the new Goldbergs episode with oh, that Robert looked, England. That looks hilarious. Yeah, it does look pretty good, honestly. That's, that's tonight, actually. It is tonight. Yeah, so Wednesday at eight p.m. Literally, literally, it's ha- it, it it's, just started. It just started. Well, <laughs> it just started, but. Maybe we can catch it on a rerun or like on demand or something. Yeah, it's on Hulu right away as soon okay, as it's done. Then there you go. So we can watch it right after we're done. Yep. And nice. uh, you guys should be able to watch it on Hulu or wherever it's available as well. And since it's October, and if you're in Halloween mode, mm-hmm. you should definitely check out this episode. Oh, yeah. So Robert England is back as Freddy Krueger, if you didn't know. Hopefully not for the last time. Yeah. It Actually, he, there was a an article that said that he did express interest in doing another film as freddy oh my god please please. i hope so (laughs) mr england if you are listening to this (laughs) please do one seriously i don't want that other guy that looks like a real pedophile (laughs) to fucking be freddy yeah no he wasn't scary he looked like he had down syndrome all all respect to jackie earl haley he's a fantastic actor but you're just not freddy krueger sorry (laughs) you're creepy though good job yeah yeah definitely creepy i don't know well we'll see i mean i hope so i'm i'm just glad he's coming back for this one at the time of listening, this episode should already be out. Go check it out. The last trailer is about uh, Bird Box. Now, this just dropped today. This one is featuring Sandra Bullock as the the mother of uh, two girls or the mother of a girl. And then she like adopts one or something. I don't know. But it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic thing. And it's being related to A Quiet Place, even though it's actually more original than A Quiet Place because... There's this like force in the world that causes you to go crazy if you see it and it like decimates humanity and now there's like this little group of survivors so whenever they go outside they have to like put blindfolds on so they can't see anything. So people are comparing it to a quiet place because quiet place obviously was you know you couldn't make a sound this one's you can't like look at anything (laughs) and shit like that but it's it sounds kind of cool. It's actually based off of a novel by an author from the Detroit area. Oh shit! I didn't yeah, know that. Josh Mallerman. So, go read the book if you want. But the uh, film's coming out December twenty first on Netflix and in theaters. I don't know why both, but <laughs> how about I'm gonna get it? I'm just gonna watch it for free on Netflix. Yeah. Don't, don't give me an errand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would go to the theater to watch it. I, I like going to the theater. But I don't know why you would do it if it's available on Netflix. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that. But anyway, questionable decisions aside, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the end of our trailers. That's the end of the news. So now 
it's time to get into the heavy stuff. Our review of David Gordon Green's Halloween. time for Mm -hmm. this we've been talking about it i believe ever since like the first few episodes yeah and for me i'm gonna explain what i thought of the movie first and then we'll get into all the details i i gave it a seven out of ten okay it's a solid seven out of ten it's fair solely because of michael's character and laurie's character those are like the only two people i gave a shit about yeah this is not a spoiler-free review, okay? I wanted Lori to die, and she didn't. Yeah. I think that should have been, like, the final confrontation because, as Carpenter said, like, you can't kill evil, and if Michael's evil, then he can't die. They mm-hmm. sort of made him... They sort of humanized him in this movie. Yeah, don't, they don't, did a little bit. Don't kill him. You killed him. Look, he stopped breathing. Why'd you do that? No, don't kill him. Well, the the doctor was just... That was just a bad character. That that whole twist that, with the doctor. Okay, okay. Spoiler alert: When the fucking doctor came up to Michael <laughs> when he was when he got hit by the car, yeah, and he sliced the the cop, and then he put on the mask and started dancing around. To me, I, dude, that seemed like some Rob Zombie shit to do. I was praying to God, a a figure who I don't believe in, <laughs> but I was praying to it or him, <laughs> and I was like, yo, please don't let. Michael be dead and this fucking Indian doctor assume the role of Michael Myers for the rest of time. Yeah, bro. Like, if that happened, I was going to walk out of the theater, like, for real. Yeah, I... I wouldn't even watch the rest. That that almost ruined the film for me. Yeah. But when he got fucking smashed to... When Michael broke that fucking security barrier with his feet, started stomping on him. Yeah. And then he just turned his head into mush. That, that was, like, justice for, like, the shit that he just put us through for five minutes. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're I think we're just voicing our our immediate complaints because yeah, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've seen the film because who hasn't at this point? But you know, th- there was a lot that I didn't like about it, but there was a lot that I did like exactly. about it. You know, so for me, it was like an eight out of ten. I got you. I was maybe a little generous, possibly, I, but I don't know. I can't give it more than Hereditary because Hereditary is a better film in my opinion. I I agree. I think. Well, I think I rated Hereditary higher, like in eight. retrospect, you know. I think it was an eight because I got I gave it like a seven point eight. I gave you this think one I a seven an eight. I'm pretty sure. Well, in retrospect, I would give it at least an eight and a half. I think. Not gonna lie, this this Halloween movie. Uh, I mean Hereditary, but I know I'm yeah. I'm just talking. I'm just running back to the Halloween. Show. I like the cinematography initially oh, yeah. at Smith's Grove when Michael was standing at like that Masonic-ish looking. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed like a chess match. And like Michael was making his move, it seemed like like a s- super metaphorical. Like, yeah, Michael's like the king, and he's just standing there waiting for someone to like make a move. And then that guy came in, and Michael, say something, <laughs> and he made his move. And then Michael was like, "All right, now I know what to do next." And then you know, Doctor Sartain, I guess he's responsible for crashing the bus, as we later find yeah. out in the film. He's like he wanted to see Michael in his natural environment whatever the fuck that meant that was such a stupid fucking character he just became obsessed with him like loomis was obsessed with him 
but he still wanted to stop it. The Dr. Sartain, yeah, was yeah. That his name? in this one, he wanted to like study Michael and like, I don't know. I don't know what his end goal was. Like he wanted to just research him I don't and know. discover why I don't he know was evil. Why he killed five people. So it's not like <laughs> yeah. Michael was some like big time like fucking Manson guy. So yeah, I don't know. probably it's a big deal for Haddonfield because they never had anything, mm-hmm. anyone like that. You know, no killers. Well, and, the f- and the fact that he was like shot and survived yeah, yeah. and everything, you know. He's like the so, real life boogeyman. Like. Yeah. And and again, this one uh, doesn't, you know, take into account part two, the original part two. Oh, yeah. So what I didn't like about Michael, though, is the lack of stalking in this movie. He yeah. just walked right up to everyone he was about to kill. He, was, just, he was very upfront and personal. Yeah. I think it's because he's been locked up for 40 years. But like, yeah. Still, though, he was locked but, up for 15 years before and he still had time to like. Why, why would that change his personality, though, is my question, you yeah. know? Yeah. I don't I don't think so. I mean, obviously, I know that a lot of it was through the cinematography because it showed him very, you know, up front. It, it always showed... Well, not, it didn't always show him from, from the front, but especially when he got his mask, you, you saw a lot of actual face shots of Michael Myers. Yeah. Which was kind of weird. Like, it kind of humanized him a little bit, you know, to use your word. Yeah. But, I mean, just in general, like, the way that he killed people and everything was also kind of more aggressive. Yeah, he. it was so. more like a like a part two through four Jason rather than a Michael. Yeah. Like, the, that's what the kills seemed like. Mm-hmm. Like, when he grabbed that chick by her ponytail and she screamed and then he bounced her head off the window to, like, get her dizzy and then yeah. he stabbed her in the neck. That was totally, like, a Jason thing. Yeah, that was of, That yeah. wasn't really a Michael kill. Michael would have just grabbed her and then sliced her throat and just let her drop to the floor yeah it was interesting that all the kills in like the beginning of the movie though were uh you know not shown immediately like you could see the aftermath yeah the the hammer kill was dedicated i think the hammer itself was a dedication to part two's mr garrett the security guard but the person he killed was like mrs elrod Mm -hmm. like that was that little shout out part like yeah which i i liked i just didn't like uh, uh, also, they play, they played the music at like the really wrong times, like when he when he started walking mm-hmm. up to that old lady's garage to get her hammer, and the Halloween theme was playing. That shouldn't have been playing. The theme that should have been playing was the dun 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 dun. You know, yeah, like that yeah, double that double note on the keyboard. It shouldn't have been the dun 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 dun, because like it just yeah. seemed like too happy and like too like yay and like the beginning was so abrupt you know he, like he was yelling at michael and, and then, then just, the, just the theme song started like i get what what they did but i didn't like what they did i thought it was just weird like yeah i think even stuff like that makes this movie feel less like stalkerish than the first movie it seemed like know? underwhelming because of like how quick they like we we were never at in one scene for more than like seven minutes it would be like seven yeah. minutes here. All right, now we're here. Seven minutes here. It tried way too hard to develop the characters, and it did a bad job at that. It developed Lori pretty well, and Mike yeah. and Michael. I didn't care about Karen or Allison, the the daughter and the granddaughter, like at all. Really, like I I didn't like their little subplots. No, I didn't. Know? I didn't like. I don't. I didn't care about Allison's fucking douchebag boyfriend. Yeah, not at all. Or that like creepy kid that tried to take advantage of her. I'm glad he know? got killed. I, me too. Yeah, he was weird. That's like how I acted that was the, when I was like in junior. That was the yeah, only chase junior high. scene when Michael chased that kid and he yeah, stabbed him. It was, yeah, it definitely needed more. So no, ch- no big chase scene. Uh, when the when 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 the stuff went back to Lori's house, it seemed more of like an action movie. Yeah, it wasn't Al- a chase. Also, a problem with logic. 
Uh, a grown-ass six-foot-tall man hit Michael with a pipe, and Michael just destroyed him. <laughs> Laurie Strode hit him with a frying pan, and he went tumbling down some stairs. Yeah. There, there were a lot of like little inconsistencies with the script. I feel like, and that's my biggest problem with I the felt, movie. I felt like the script. If, dude, if say it doesn't feel rushed, because that, mm-hmm. the, like, the, the whole script seemed just kind of yeesh. The, the, the best thing was like the kills and the cinematography and the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Those three things were really good. I, I did like the score, but you're right. It did kind of feel like it was out of put place. in. Yeah, like it was out of place, sort of. It was just put in at the at the wrong times, kind of. I mean, it, I I feel like it was obviously very deliberate, but they just should have taken a different approach with it. And I think that could have helped the whole movie, like the atmosphere of the whole movie. You know, make it feel more like part one. I mean, I don't know. They they probably didn't even want it to feel like part one. That's why they did so many things differently. But then it's weird that they would throw in all these references to all the Michael Myers, movies. right? Especially to to more than the first one because to they're, H2O, the they're scrapping scene. that canon. So why even put in references? Yeah, it just seemed it's kind of weird. Like I, I think that was uh, one of the gripes from um, our friend Dave at uh, Over Under Fair. That was one of his problems with the film. He he told me, and I agreed with him. You know. Yeah. I don't know why they would add all these Easter eggs. Like, yeah. hey, remember this? For-? And let me let me let me let me just say something. The only the only reason that this this film has a fresh rating by critics and on Rotten Tomatoes and on everything else is just because if you're a fan of this franchise and you watch this movie, mm. you're gonna notice these Easter eggs and like these kills and like, yeah. It's 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 you really have to be a fan of this franchise to like this movie. Yeah, I think. Well. Here's what I'll say. But you also have to be a fan of this franchise to not like it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll put it out there. You know, I thought this movie was good, not great. Yeah, it was. It was average. That, that was like the first thing I said to you as soon as yeah. I, I walked up to you in the theater. Yeah, and you know, I I, I completely knew where you were coming from because I I, feel, I felt like that. I know I I felt like you knew how I felt, and you felt <laughs> yeah. the same way about that ending. That it was super underwhelming. Yeah, I didn't like the ending, but let's talk about that in a little bit. I just wanted to say. Um, the comedy, I didn't feel like it was too forced, but there were times where I thought it was a little excessive yeah. and that, and that's where I could see, uh, Danny McBride in it, you know, cause he's, he's a comedian. The funny part, for whatever reason he's writing Halloween. The but. funniest part for me was like when, uh, when Ray said he had peanut butter on his penis, like, yeah, he's like, I think I have peanut butter on my penis. He just said it so subtly in the background. It was just, and then the little, the little kid wasn't that funny. Cause he just said, People were just laughing because it was just stereotype. Oh shit, y'all finna yeah. die, and everyone's like, ah ha 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 ha. It wasn't yeah. that funny. Like, oh, he's black and he's saying fuck at like age eight and stuff. Yeah, that's why people laughed, just because it was like it was just like, mm-hmm. and it was mostly the white people at the theater laughing too. Like, yeah, trying to fit in. The black people were like, okay, we get it. You guys are using, you know, just because. Well, it, some of them were laughing. I mean, because you know, it's a movie. Like, you're there to have fun, but he, the yeah. kid, didn't really say anything funny. Yeah. He would just say, like, "Man, shit, what the fuck?" Like he he was just like, "What's his name? Fucking Webster, you know?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I that that scene kind of threw me off, you know, especially because it, you know, I thought it would have been better if it was a more suspenseful scene, and throwing that comedy in there with that kid, just totally especially made that you know, it totally made it like anticlimactic, yeah. Like, especially since as soon as he sliced the, her, as soon as she opened the closet, like, the little kid was like, oh, shit. And he got up and he ran. And, like, and everyone laughed. And I was like, bro, it's a little kid saying, oh, shit. Like, yeah. 
I don't know. It's, it seems like the kid was being like, like they're the hey kid. Let's use stereotypical, you know, humor to make you, you people relate to you. You know, because yeah, I, I just thought that was a dick move. Like, it's just like yeah, I don't know how I it, felt. About it's that. like in when you're watching other horror movies and they got the one black guy and he's like, "What's up, y'all? Y'all trying to chill?" And yeah, like they make laugh. him excessively like ignorant. And I'm like, bro, this is not realistic at all. Like. Nobody like you know what I'm saying. It just, that was exactly what they did with Shorty and uh, yeah, scary scary. Movie. it was. It's just like super like cringy, you know. Like it's super yeah. like. Except that was like a parody, so it was supposed to happen. It's like we get it, you know. Th- these these the the white screenwriters are trying to be like hip and stuff, you know, like cool, but like yeah, no, it, it was kind of like that with uh, Keegan Michael Key and The Predator, but but it was written that well. was done because everyone in that movie was funny yeah. as fuck. So the, the dialogue and the writing and everything in this movie, yeah. Yeah, cringy at But, times, like, I just hate know? how horror movies make every black person, like, oh, hell no. Like, they yeah. just make that, like, it's like, stop doing that. That's fucking, like, don't you see how, like, fucking, that's fucking racist, bro. Chill the <laughs> fuck out. Like, they yeah. just, I don't know. It's just, just stop. Like, yeah, I, stop I, the cliche I shit. Weird. Like, just, it's corny. You, you guys look <laughs> awkward. You look like. Especially in a movie just completely full of white people. Yeah, like, don't just add the one black dude and make him ignorant as fuck or, like, make yeah. him obnoxious. Like, you're, you're gonna get parodied by yeah, a scary movie. It's exactly. gonna happen. Except Shorty lived at scary movie. Yeah. Well, he had to. He was he was like the best character. He was. He seriously <laughs> was. I didn't give a fuck about anyone besides no. his, like. And in Sh- scary movie too. Shorty and, I kind of didn't care about Cindy anyway. <laughs> that that little I don't know. I felt like the comedy under like, made the horror underwhelming in that moment. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, you can have a good, horror movie that has comedy elements in it. But I did kind of feel like there were too many in this one. I think the most it should go, like, in terms of comedy, I'm saying, like, dry comedy. Like, like when that ugly mm. fuck was, like, he, he went up to Allison and her boyfriend, he started kissing them, like, mmm, 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 mmm. Yeah. I think that's the furthest it should go. We shouldn't yeah. have, like... Because that's like, oh, okay, haha, like, like, they're friends, like, yeah, it's funny. It's, yeah, it's not really funny, like, mm. f- clever, or, like, there's mm. no, like, comedy behind it. They're, they're just being douches, mm, like, yeah. sure, that type, but, like... Don't throw in, like, fucking bunch of stereotypical bullshit to make us laugh. Yeah. So the comedy, I feel, like, could have been handled better or not included at all. I think it could have been more subtle. Yeah. I think so, too. I think if they threw in, like, maybe, like, a a couple jokes, you know, then it could have been not so just heavy with with the the comedy and the the one-liners and everything, you know. I just uh, so, I so the positive things for me were the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new score was nice. Uh, yeah. The Loomis voice—I know it wasn't Donald Pleasance, but the Loomis voice cameo—it sounded like it. It needs to die. It needs to die. Yeah, that, that was, cool. was that. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. But, yeah. Uh, Michael, he's the plus. He's just this un like unresponsive, emotionless old man who just wants to kill for yeah. For nothing the mask the mask was dope great the kills james jude courtney as michael i'm, I'm yeah. gonna say he I, he he did a perfect nick castle impersonation yeah i think i think he did a great job at just being intimidating yeah he well. was yeah i was like this michael was actually pretty terrifying you know yeah because part two michael wasn't too intimidating yeah he was about like five nine well the movie like had a lot of shadows and everything yeah. too that made him kind of look scarier than he actually was but yeah yeah this in this movie i thought it was a very effective costume yeah because sure. this wasn't like the robotic myers mm. this was like the the whole ass nick castle myers like well that that kind of leads into potentially another negative 
they did make him pretty human. His ability to take damage, like we said earlier, yeah. he got hit by the car. He was out cold for... Well, okay, and Jason takes Manhattan. Jason got hit by a car, and he was out for like five minutes too. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess two of the best slashers got... It's they understandable. Still take damage. Yeah, they took. He wasn't dead though. Probably a few broken ribs or something, mm-hmm. if even that. Like, I mean, he was down under that water the whole time for like how long? Yeah. If you know, so yeah, maybe he's a little uh, waterlogged. So <laughs> they gets hit by a car and they, fucking. They kind of humanized Michael. It just felt weird because like he didn't feel like he was that evil like presence. Yeah. You know, he just felt like a fucked up guy, almost harkening back to Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, almost, but like they did just they didn't give him backstory, so thank God yeah, for that. He was yeah. just he's I think he's just something just went wrong, bro. You can't fix him, just keep him locked up, but they fucked mm-hmm. up. <laughs> Dr. Sartain, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I think like what, sixteen people died in this fucking film or something like that. So that's the thing I like about this. Like the body count is more like a Jason movie. Yeah. But and so are the kills, so like I don't know. I wanted, like, a little bit more subtle kills, I guess. Yeah. I liked the brutality, but like you said, he should have been more of, like, a stalker. Yeah, he, that that's what that's the whole Myers thing. They took out that element. Like, mm-hmm. he stalked that old lady for about three seconds before he just walked into her garage and picked up a hammer. Yeah. Like, and he didn't even stalk her. He just walked up at, like, as she's walking into the house, he's walking toward her. I don't know how she didn't see him, but... One more thing. Um, okay. <laughs> also, this movie is, like, really, like, man-hating... Because if you notice, all the women had quick deaths and all the men had, like, terrible deaths. Yeah. Like, the doctor got his head fucking stomped. The the dude in the bathroom got his head bashed in the fucking wall. Ray got choked to d- death with, like, chains and no one gave a fuck about Ray. That's another thing. Uh, why did Ray die? And then, uh, and then fucking Karen's like, where's Ray? And then fucking Lori just like... Get in the basement. <laughs> and Allison didn't even care that her dad was fucking... And they burned the house down with him in it, too. They didn't even look for his body. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, it was kind of fucked up what what happened to to the husband. I, I, I agree. Um, obviously, I don't think this movie is trying to push this issue of, like, you know, man hate or anything. But I don't know. It seems but, like... But, it. you know, I, I, can, uh, I can respect your opinion. The, the, the <laughs> trifecta of, of the female leads ganged up on Michael... Yeah. Oh, it's definitely about the whole family woman dynamic. Bro, if you put sure. me in a room with those three, I'll beat them up easy. Are you telling me this fucking monster of a man couldn't yeah. handle them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because obviously Jamie Lee Curtis is now supposed to be this badass character. Which let's talk about that a little bit. Oh God, I not really. Badass, I was like- not like a a fan. Well, because she's supposed to be this uh, prepared, like Michael Hunter. Or whatever the term is, I yeah. guess, that you want to use for it. But that's basically what she is. You know, she has, like, this huge stockpile of guns. Her fucking, like, kitchen island little thing can, like, rotate and it reveals a secret basement or some shit. Like, come on. Yeah. You know? That, like, that was, like... Like, you open the bookcase, there's, it's like, like bro, an AK it's and, like, like bro, an M4. PTSD is bad, but it's not that bad. Like, I have PTSD. Yeah. I'm not making secret rooms to shelter myself from granite countertops or yeah. you know what i'm saying that that was a little too like far-fetched for me like it a little too like, silly uh, yeah i think it was like extremely crazy like like corny that's the that's the word yeah like it's like well uh two of my friends got killed and their bo- and you know one of their boyfriends mm. oh man my life yeah. is yeah. Oof. like it's and then like, the whole backstory of karen like you know i was raised with a gun in my hand, basically. Er, my mom taught me how to defend myself. Yeah. She was a terrible mother. Every day. 
every i learned how to fight i learned how to shoot guns it's like are you bragging or are you complaining what do you mean that sounds like an awesome life so again going back to uh my my gripe with the writing it felt like they tried to put too much in there you know like there was that there was the thing with the reporters it made the character it made like all the character development they were trying to go for with like the whole family dynamic Mm -hmm. like they just made it super like like i could not give a shit less i was just like all right stop being a dick to Lori. she's obviously not all right (laughs) and then even you're karen you're i snuck in through the window uh the, the bus crashed mom what bus crashed they didn't even let her explain. You need to get help. And they just pushed her out of the house. Bitch, Michael's... Co- why didn't you just say... That's another thing. Why didn't you just be like, the bus that was transporting Michael crashed and Michael escaped. If she told her, she probably would have been like, oh, shit, you know? Okay, yeah. but then they, they, she just kind of let them push her out of the house. Mom, you're crazy. You need help. Don't come back until you get help. Okay, crazy lady? Bye-bye. Like, it was, it was very weird, like, just how the characters interacted with each other. But, again, I, th- I think, like, that ties back to the writing... And the dialogue in the script, it was, it was, it was a little much for me. But what I didn't, yeah. what I also didn't like, is how the the dude, the the dude and the chick at the beginning that came to Myers, mm. they were fucking yeah. journalists, right? Mm. And the guy goes, "I borrowed something from the attorney general." Yeah. Hey, you know those murders in 1978? Yeah. Can, can I have the mask? Why? I'm gonna go show it to the murderer. Okay, here you go. What the fuck? Well, how'd that happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened. There were there were some definite like questions left to be answered and stuff that we probably will never get answers to. But uh, it does seem likely that there's going to be a, se- a sequel. We'll, we'll talk about the ending, but you know, I gave this movie an eight out of ten, and I will say I did have fun in the movie theater watching this film. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. You bro. know, so I, I mean, just... I have to give it. A little bit extra, but I wanted to like a lot of the kills were off screen too. Yeah, I didn't like that. Like, yeah, I mean, it was mostly during the beginning. A little I mean, later, they in got the original. The only one that was off screen was was that that dude that he stole the jumpsuit from. He was yeah. just laying in the bushes. Yeah, um, it was kind of weird at the beginning. I think that's their like attempt to make him more of like a stalker, and also with that whole one shot as well, where he jams the knife through that lady's throat but he could he could have been more of a stalker in this film it's weird that the movie was pretty long Mm -hmm. hour 45 minutes but it felt like it wasn't long enough i think that's because the the transitions from scene to scene were not smooth at all yeah it it was it was just very like frantically paced i was gonna say yeah fucking erratically paced like (laughs) yeah it's like the movie seemed all over the place there were there were some slow parts but then yeah like it jumped to you know the the teenagers at that dance or whatever which nobody cared about <laughs> that I, was for, I didn't give a shit about that was that for scene. nothing like seriously think about all the scenes that where allison got followed like yeah. that followed allison her boyfriend's being a dick uh her friend gets killed after trying to make out with her she runs through the woods and then she comes back to the house yeah. she was a useless character Rem- remember when uh was it her phone that got dumped into that like cheese yeah, bowl yeah, or whatever that was hers they spent like a whole fucking five minutes on that cheese bowl yeah and like that whole like interaction between them about about the phone and everything and then you know him cheating like i don't give a shit that's how, that, yeah that's how you appeal to teenagers oh look yeah look how evil the the, the boys in this movie are you see what i'm saying about the, the narrative <laughs> look how evil the yeah. men in this movie are 
I suppose. Their own, men's <laughs> men's own evil will destroy them, and that's why the men had like the most <laughs> horrific fucking deaths. Like, yeah. Bro, you see those guys at the fucking gas station whose jaws were like fucking ripped open oh, and yeah. their necks were snapped back. That dude got like uh, they looked like they were slammed on the edge of the desk. They looked like they were melting, bro. Like kind of. How yeah, badly? How up. badly did you gotta get fucking beaten? Like you know what I'm saying? Every, every, yeah. Like every like every man got fucking. Like fucking raged on, bro. Like, like all right. <laughs> well, like, like they just pick. Think about. It. Just think about I know, it. One I know. Second. Like no, they, I know. What did they right, do? Fucking right. key his fucking Camaro. Like, <laughs> yeah, they do die awful deaths for sure. But he himself is a man, and he's killing all these people. I don't know, bro. It's it's the men's own evil within them that destroys <laughs> them. Maybe maybe it is a hidden message. But let's talk about the ending real quick, <laughs> and then we'll uh, wrap it up. I think. So yeah, the ending of this film. You expressed that you did not like it. I'm going to ask you two questions. Oh, God. The first one is, why did you not like it? And the second question is, if you could have instead created the ending to this film, what would happen? As far as why, I would say, like, the consistency. Like I said earlier, she hit him with a frying pan and he tumbled down some steps. And then when he grabbed, uh, when he grabbed Allison's mom... And then Allison started like stabbing his fingers, and then they, they they flicked that switch and those spikes came out. It's like you're telling me he flipped this multi, this like thousand pound island, mm-hmm. but he can't bend back some metal bars. Right. Yeah, and I I didn't like it because it, it was just weird. I mean, the whole like burning the house down because they got him into a trap, like that was that was kind of dumb. It just felt anticlimactic. And the only interaction that we that he even had with Lori was him like grabbing her through the door. Other than that, he had like no interaction with her during the the end. Well, he sta- scene. Well, he stabbed her and threw her off the roof. And yeah, but she, th- she pulled a Michael and disappeared on him. I yeah, thought that was. But I mean, during like that last sequence of them like in the house, I just don't feel like there was enough of a struggle between Lori exactly. and Michael, which is what the entire movie was leading up to was this struggle between both of them. And it didn't really happen. They they went downstairs. They like tricked him into you know getting what blasted downstairs or something. They yeah. trapped him in there. And that whole turn by uh, Judy Greer's character Karen was was dumb. Her like faking it and then like saying that gotcha. one liner. Gotcha. Yeah, that and then, was stupid. Yeah, it, it was dumb. And then he gets trapped down there, and then the house burns down, and like all of them live. And, and then Michael hear, ends up living. And then you hear him breathing before the edits. You, before the credits end, you hear. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it cuts like. Yeah. So, I I just felt like the whole end fight was anticlimactic. I didn't like it, and that was one of the biggest reasons I felt this movie was just average. Yeah. Because. I would, the, the whole build up like it should have just been like him chasing Laurie. They fight. And then I don't know what happens. So go go ahead and answer what you th- for, what you would rather happen. For me, it would have been like a longer fight. Like she would have hit him, stabbed him. Right as soon as she stabbed him, she gets away. She hides somewhere in the house. She ends up hiding in the closet, just like the first movie. She does the same thing to him, except you know doesn't poke him in the eye. She stabs him, but you know he gets a hold of her this time. He doesn't let her like you know jam the knife all the way into his chest. There's a struggle. Karen comes upstairs. Tries to shoot Michael, accidentally shoots Lori in the shoulder. Michael goes after Michael. Michael grabs Karen by the throat, puts her up against the wall. Allison comes up, strikes Michael, 
Michael puts down Allison's mom. He starts walking toward Allison as Lori's laying there with her shoulder bleeding. She's yelling, no, no, no. And then, uh, uh, what's her name? Judy Greer. <laughs> what's her name? Karen, yeah. Karen, yeah. Karen gets up, picks up the gun off the floor, shoots Michael in the back of the head. Michael drops. They get up. They try to leave the house. And then, and then like, Lori's trying to say something, but, you know, she's injured. So they're mm-hmm. like, no, Mom, we need to get you to a hospital, you know. And then, you know... They uh, as they're leaving the house, like they turn back and Michael's just fucking gone. Hmm. So then Lori makes Karen and like fucking what's her name, Allison. Allison they're like yeah. they're like get they're like getting the pickup, you know. They mm-hmm. go to they're like turn turn it on. They go to get in the pickup. They turn into a car or whatever, any car that's there. Okay. They turn it on. Spark plugs missing. Michael pulled it out. So they're just trapped in the car now. Lori's looking for Michael. Lori goes to the basement to check, and he, Michael's in there. He attacks Lori. He throws her around a bit. And then Lori tells Lori tells Karen, like, you know, press the button. Then Karen presses the button and traps them both down there. Then, as an homage mm. to the second movie, as, like, the, the gas is being shot through, Michael tilts his head at Lori. She pulls out a lighter, just like Loomis, and says, it's time, Michael. And then both of them die in the explosion. So you would have ended it right there, or would, would you I would have, have made have, it I would have I would have ended it right there. Both of them... Like as soon as Lori lights the lighter, they both get set on fire. But Michael's not dead. Lori's okay. dead. But I would have kept the story arc that Michael is indeed an immortal and cannot die. Mm, yeah, yeah. If Lori died though, I think that would have been better. Because I mean, now they have to bring her back for the sequel, which you know, I would have. It makes st- sense financially and I, everything. I would have had the struggle, like I said, Michael beating the shit out of her in the basement. Yeah. And then Karen locks them both in because she has to. Karen's crying, and then Lori tells her to get out. And then Michael mm-hmm. tilts his head as the gas is coming out, and he's just staring at Lori. She says, it's time, yeah. Michael, just like Loomis did. And then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there just should have been more of a struggle between them. There was, like, barely any interaction between those two characters and in, the next in the whole movie. And in the next movie, it starts off with, like, in the ambulance, Lori's just, like, basically, like, a skeleton. Like, almost, basically, she's dead. Mm-hmm. Michael's, like, Michael's like kind of, like, halfway burnt just because movie logic. And, yeah. and they're, they're, like, uh, they're, like... You know, they show Lori and Michael in the hospital. They're in the ER. They're, they're checking on Michael. They're like, this one's still breathing. We can still save him. Uh-huh. And then they save Michael. And then the part two to this movie will be an homage to the original second movie. And this one will take place in a hospital that's fully staffed, unlike the, <laughs> the second one that has, like, three nurses and a doctor. Ah, uh, so he has more victims. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I could top that. I'd make, mm. him, I'd make him more stalkerish, too. Like, he'd actually have to move mm. smart around the hospital yeah, because, it, because it's not empty. Right. We could, you know, knock the power out just like in the second one. Like he could yeah. go turn the power out. Well, that's yeah, it's an interesting idea, man. Like blow them both up at the end of it. Lori dies. They think Michael's dead. Oh no, we could still save him. They save him. He takes mm-hmm. his he takes back his jumpsuit and his mask, but now he's all burnt to shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And he just walk around the hospital. Yeah. You know what would have been cool for me? I wish that he would have killed Karen. I I thought about that. Yeah. And then Lori like just fucking like I don't I don't know what happens. Like she goes ape shit, but she's like fights him. Or another ending for me, like and, or and like I don't know, she ends up getting the upper hand on like him. Like another ending for me, like he crushes Karen's head <laughs> and then Lori like tackles him and impales him onto something. Okay. And then she like walks up to him and like spits on him and then he opens his eyes and grabs her and pulls her through through the spike too. Mm. And as they're both like as as like Michael and Lori are both impaled and dying on that, Allison just starts like screaming and like the movie ends yeah that would be interesting 
We don't know Michael's fate because, I mean, come on. He just got yeah. a spike through him. We know Lori's dead for sure. Make them both kebabs, you know, like <laughs> shring or blow them both up. Lori should have had more damage besides a knife yeah, to the stomach sure. and got she got thrown off of like a, a tiny semi balcony, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of weird how she took the place of Michael from the first movie yeah. in this movie. Like when uh, Allison looked out the window and she saw uh, Lori like standing there. Yeah. yeah. You know, originally in the script, uh, it was they took it out before they released the movie, but Lori was supposed to have been the one that ran the bus off the road to get Michael oh. free. Yeah. See, I feel like that would have been better because then, you know, that would have put her in this whole state of like the Michael Hunter more. Yeah. And then he could have chased her and it would make sense why he like knew where she was the whole time. I but, didn't like that he ran away from her in the movie too. Like yeah. when she shot at him and he was walking away and then she shot him in the shoulder and then he just kept walking. I don't know. There were, there were definitely some questionable decisions, but like I said, overall I did enjoy the movie. The The one shot in it was great. I thought the score overall was done well. Um, the placement was weird though. The placement was weird for sure, but the acting was good. Michael was great. Um, I don't really, I mean, I can't really say much more than that. Like I said, it was an 8 out of 10 movie for me. It could have been better. I was a little disappointed in it, um, but I'm hoping that the next one is better. I mean, they're just going to keep coming at this point. I still like the original Halloween 2 better. What about you? Than this movie? The original sequel to me is better than this one. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, this this to me is... Uh, here, Here's my order of Halloween movies that I like. The original, part 2, part 4, and then this. Okay. Even though part 4 is part of the Thorn trilogy... Originally, part four, it wasn't written with that in mind. Mm. He was just killing because family. Yeah. Know? It just was connected to it because of how it led up to part five. Yeah. Basically. And even part five, they hadn't established the cult thing. They had they showed mm. the symbol, but they fully explained everything in the next movie, which yeah. had a new director, new writers and everything. So mm. I don't like I Halloween four could be its own movie, too, like its own. It's a one, two and then four. And then Jamie Lloyd's like the killer mm. and then just leave it open ended. But yeah, this is this is my fourth favorite Michael movie. Okay. I still like Halloween 4 better because like uh another thing with Halloween 4 is like it had Halloween like spirit. It felt like a mm -hmm. Halloween time movie. This one didn't like even though you see the kids in the costumes like it's the same five kids. Yeah. It's not really a neighborhood. You could tell it's just like a bunch of actors on it, a street It like, kind of yeah, it kind of just happens like they didn't show like a big community, for like a you know. A few minutes, yeah. Like in like the well, other, like I mean, they did show all the kids at like the dance and all. They were all dressed up and everything, but I, just, that whole scene just felt like fodder for all the teenagers that are going to see this movie right now. Yeah, you know, I think so. It it wasn't really relevant to the story. I feel like because nobody cared about Allison. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't care about Karen mm. either. I only cared about yeah. Lori. Same, and they made it about all of them. But anyway, that notwithstanding, you know, it happened. <laughs> um, but still, it showed the kids trick-or-treating for like maybe two minutes. And, and it then was the same he was kids. like kind of in Haddonfield. Yeah, and it was kind of in Haddonfield. And then fucking just <laughs> moved on from there, you know. And then it was like just going through all these like random little locations. So It didn't seem like they were in a city, sure, but it didn't seem like it was a community. Right. Like it just... Yeah. It didn't seem like populated. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Even even when the uh, the one cop was around, like it was just him. Yeah. And he was just like riding around with 
with the doctor, whoever he was yeah, riding the around whole, with. Where's the whole fucking police force in the, this? The room? whole squad. Yeah, I don't know. There, were, like I said, questionable decisions, but overall, I found it to be enjoyable. But uh, we're just about short on time here, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. Seven out of ten for you. I gave it an eight. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know how you guys would have ended it. So our joint, or what you would have changed. Joint joint score. We'll we'll do joint score too. So okay. we give this movie fifteen out of twenty. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. I think that's a fair score. Minus five is not that bad at all. So no. They we're especially for all the shit we just talked about it. But if we I, just if had I, to. If I was not a Michael Myers fanboy, I probably would rate this movie a lot less. Yeah. But I mean, I, you know, I thought the acting was pretty solid too. Yeah, acting was good. I mean, there were there were a lot of good technical aspects to it. It was just narratively lazy. It kind of fell off, yeah. It I, felt so. It felt rushed. The pace felt erratic. Mm. The the there was not smooth transitions between scenes, and each scene would only get focused on for like mm. a minimal amount of time before they'd quickly switch to another scene and it just seemed like they just kept switching. Hey, look at this. Oh, wait, yeah. what about here? Hey, look look what's going on over here. Hey, look, Michael's stalking people at the cemetery. Oh, he's bashing a guy's face in with a hammer. Yeah. Give me that jumpsuit. Like, you know. Like <laughs> and that's not even really part of the editing because, you know, that's the director's vision. So, yeah, you know, and, and not, not to like shit talk David Gordon Green because, you know, I think he's a solid director. But there there is just a lot of overall inconsistencies and things that could have been improved yeah, on or his, thought about but i think this might be his first uh horror possibly correct me if i'm wrong that's but, what it was yeah first first horror yeah. should be because they mentioned like yeah good job yeah. this was yeah like uh, that was not i've seen shit that was not even close to fucking yeah like, like, like shit, i said it was good so it had its it had plenty flaws but it had plenty pluses like i'm mm-hmm. just glad michael was there and like we didn't just catch barely any glimpses yeah. of him like yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that we have a new Halloween movie, and I definitely plan on watching it again soon, just to catch everything. Oh, yeah, I'm buying the Blu-ray in January. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, let us know what you guys think. You can uh, do so by messaging us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Grave Discussions. And, of course, don't forget to check out our website where we have all of our newest episodes, host bios, and links to SRD and all other kinds of stuff, written reviews. So go check out the website, gravediscussions.net. And like Michael Myers, we will be back next time on Grave Discussions. SRD Production.